I could feel like this weight lifted off of my chest. It was like my heart had been so heavy for so long with the burden of that story and everything else that went along with it that I could feel like physically lighter. These are the stories of average people who have massively changed their lives from a Tony Robbins event. This is episode 11 of the Tony Robbins Impact Podcast. Today I'm talking with Jolene Swafford, who shares with me her suppressed traumatic story from her teenage years and how a conversation with Tony at Date With Destiny changed everything. Jolene's breakthrough has led her to join Tony's mission through his Platinum Partners program. It also unlocked a healthier intimate relationship with her partner and also removed removed limiting beliefs around money scarcity. Incredibly, after years of success in the corporate world, Jolene has recently built a six-figure coaching business in under 12 months. Her incredible personal development journey can be found at her website, joleneswafford.com. I'll put all of that in the show notes. And once again, just a reminder, you can follow me on Instagram. It's uh, all the all the information's in the show notes. And I just want to thank everyone for the continued support and uh, the growing audience of this podcast. Enjoy the episode. Jolene Swafford, thank you so much for joining me from all the way over in California today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I love uh, my Australian friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you've spent some time here as well, so that's that's really cool. It's it's a it's a beautiful place. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for joining me and talking to me about your experience and I guess breakthroughs with Tony Robbins' work and seminars. So your story personally, what are the I guess the key moments? throughout your life that led you to want to go and see Tony, I guess, at his seminars and and what kind of things led up to that personal development journey? You know, it's really interesting because um, I actually watched the I'm Not Your Guru documentary on Netflix. And prior to that, literally, I didn't have a whole lot of exposure to Tony, except for, you know, him being on Shallow Hal and having some cameos, you know, and different things. And of course, you know, seeing his face on books in the bookstore, but I, I I kind of vaguely even remember, I'm old enough to remember him being on infomercials um, when I was younger, like really young. And so, um, um, so my sister actually was like, we were just trading notes about what's good on Netflix. And she said, um, you should watch, I'm not your guru. And I was like, oh, okay. And so that was in October, 2016. And I turned that on and I was like, holy shimoli, what's going on? Like I was blown away, turned around. I was like, babe, I asked my husband, I said, you've got to watch this. And so he watched it with me. And after that, I was like, I got to go see this guy. I've got to go find out what he's all about. Prior to that, I had been all about business and professional development, but not personal development. It was kind of foreign to me. Um, and so mm. I booked, a, you know, tickets for us to go in that following November in San Jose, okay, 2016. Cool. That's where it all so started. That, that's uh, similar to my experience. Uh, I'm Not Your Guru was 
the bigger factor for me as well. But um, that so that was a Unleash the Power Within in San Jose. You said was it 2016? Yes. Okay. So what yep. uh, what what was your experience? What what came up for you? Well, you know, I went there and I was a little bit, uh, I didn't even know what to expect. I had no idea how long the days were or anything, right? And the interesting thing was I had been sober um, for not quite two years. So I had been, and I was a really terrible alcoholic. Uh, It's not even good language. What's the best way? But I was an alcoholic. I was drinking a bottle of vodka at night a day actually, um, in up until February, 2014. And so I kind of went into UPW, I was two years sober and I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm rock star. Like I thought I was doing really well. And, uh, and the funny thing, I, I was doing well, but I could have been doing so much better because I was surrounded by all these people with amazing energy and I went by myself. And so I had to really break out of my comfort zone to just meet all new people. But the most amazing thing was this. So I was taking anti-anxiety medication at the time. And because I thought it was like a normal seminar where you might get breaks to go to your room and, you know, like normal seminars are. Unlike Tony Robbins. <laughs> no, no breaks. <laughs> no breaks. And my hotel was pretty far walking distance wise. And I had left my meds in my room. And normally I have, would get social anxiety like crazy. And, um, and so, but you know, the first day and I was like, I had anxiety about not having my medication. I was like, where's my, I can't go back to my room. Finally, I just through the activities and the dancing and being around all the energy, I forgot about it. And the next thing you know, I'm walking on fire and I'm back in my room. It's like 2 AM and I'm like feeling amazing without any medication. And so the next morning I started to go put my medication in my bag and I was like, you know what? I think I can produce my own, like this, like my own serotonin and dopamine or whatever I need. And so I just went back the next day and didn't take it. And again, I was feeling amazing. And then the third day I went back and then the fourth day I learned about, you know, all the health and nutrition. The fourth day is a day so many people skip out on. So if anyone's listening, you need to go the first day at least once um, mm. because it gives you all the tools on like toxins that you're putting in your body and how to cleanse and, you know, what the impacts are of medications and things like that. And I was like, I was like, I'm done. I'm not taking that medication anymore. Um, and so and then that combined with learning about what is anxiety and how can I control my mind to, you know, I was like, I walked on fire. I can, I can handle this anxiety stuff. And so, um, I have been medication free ever since. So that's been pretty awesome. That is amazing. That's, that's truly amazing. Like from the purely from a physiological perspective, do you think it was like you were, you had so much energy and dopamine and, and just the flow of that. And you, it's almost like you changed some patterns and mm-hmm. and realized that it was just not necessary. Right. Yeah, I realized that if I worked on my changing my state, see, now I'm a student, a major student of Tony's, right? But now I know if you, you manage your state, you can manage, you know, anything. And 
I just was so much more alive than I ever had been. And, you know, it was a struggle after I got back, you know, withdrawing from the medications because I was also taking antidepressants and it was a challenge. Um, but I knew then I was like, I don't need that. I'll, I'll have to just I'll, I'm just going to convince myself that I no longer have anxiety and depression. And I did that. I just wow. <laughs> just convinced myself using all of the tools that Tony you know, teaches us. Also, one other bonus is I lost 25 pounds because I applied all of those health principles and start changed my diet. And within, I think, 45 days, I lost 25 pounds. Wow. 45 days. That, yeah. That's incredible. Uh, one of my, <laughs> my one of my other interviews, he lost uh, very similar, actually six weeks, which is about the same period. He mm-hmm. lost 20 20 kilos. Purely yeah. from, from uh, not like not even a gym membership or anything. It was purely from diet. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah, that's incredible. Congratulations. That's an amazing uh, yeah. achievement and and huge change in your life. Um. And yeah, since then, I think you said you've been to maybe seven or eight uh, of his either workshops or seminars, mm-hmm. and. I'd like to talk to you about uh, date with destiny because you've you've had a you had a massive breakthrough and realization mm-hmm. uh, recently at date with destiny. Did you want to just um, share what that experience was like? Oh yeah, so that was really amazing because first off, I wasn't even going to go to the event. So message for your listeners is that. When you feel a pull to go somewhere, you should go. <laughs> and, and as mm. you can imagine, coming from the United States, I had all sorts of limiting blocks, right? Like, oh, it's too far. I'd never even flown overseas, by the way. So that was a big deal. And I was like, it's too far. It's too long. It's too, I don't need to go that far for that event because they have it here. And, but I felt really called to go there. I just felt this pull. And um, four days before the event, I decided to go online and and book a ticket and I just made it happen. And so I actually went to date with destiny to learn more and also deal with some generational kind of issues or, or stories that are in my, my, my belief system about scarcity around money. And I just thought, man, if I could just unlock this money scarcity abundance thing, you know, then I'd just be a rock star. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I thought I needed to do. But Mm. I also, um, I had a feeling that I would have an opportunity to share something or speak, but I had no idea what it would be like, no idea. And, you know, day one, day two, day three goes by and, you know, I'm just, um, you know, of course, loving the moment and loving everybody in the room and just learning, learning. And then relationship day came. And I have like literally the best relationship with my husband. I mean, we have an awesome marriage. He's my soulmate. He's like my, where we, you know, he's my life, everything. And um, so I really didn't expect anything. And so that day, um, Tony went through the exercise of um, what is it that you aren't doing for your relationship that you need to change? Like, what more could I be giving And what more could we, you know, I don't know if you remember, he's like, what could you be doing differently to make your relationship better? 
And I kind of got really stuck in my head and, you know, I was like, oh, I could be feminine. I could be more sexy or, you know, I was really talking from my head and um, just out of nowhere, like my pen just started writing for me and I sound like about to cry just thinking about like that, that Mm. feeling that came over me. I mean, my pen just started writing and I just started writing all this stuff about my, uh, my past and how I hadn't let that go and that I wasn't really showing up and all this stuff. And, and basically the breakthrough was that, um, I had experienced a traumatic event when I was 14 where I was gang raped at a party and, and I was just a freshman in high school, um, by four, four, um, senior guys in my school. It's still uncomfortable to talk about. Mm. And I was really, I had forgiven them. I had done all of the work to forgive them, to forgive myself in the moment. Um, but I was still, I had realized that I was still holding on to the, the movie or the image of that whenever I was intimate with my husband and that I was requiring a lot of him to create safety and protection. And I was requiring him to give me extra abundance of love outside of what he was already giving me in order to make, to be really passionate and intimate with him. And so it was like our intimate, intimate life was still had a lot of conditions around it based on this bullshit past. Right. And, um, and when I uncovered that and I realized I got out of myself, like that's so selfish. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, like what about him? And I just had a different perspective. And I said, you know, I need to just show up to serve him because I love him so much and he deserves love because he's such an amazing human being. And regardless or in spite of my past, I owe it to him as his life partner to show up for him and give him all the love that I have in me, regardless of what I have in my past. And it was just a different way of looking at things. And Mm. even in that moment when I stood up and I, I was, I had to describe what the breakthrough was. I couldn't even read my paper. I still can't read my handwriting. It's not even coherent. What, what was on there, the notes, it's not even, Mm. you can't even see it. It just, it just poured out. It did. It was just a higher source power. Just, just pulled through that pen and just wrote it down. And I put my pen down after that moment. And I was like, Oh, Oh my God. Like I was like a deer caught in headlights. I was just like, what just happened? And was that something you feel like you suppressed over time or is it something you were aware of and you just, yeah. Like, were you, were you talking to people about that experience? No, no, Mm. I had completely, I had completely, no, I had not talked about it. I had been, um, it, you know, I, no, it was not something that I talked about. So the whole, the event that happened to me, I suppressed that for 14 years. And when it came up, um, I actually, it did, it impacted my first marriage and we ended up getting divorced. And then this go around, I'm so glad (laughs) that I figured all of that out because, you know, 
when a man doesn't feel like he's loved unconditionally and when there's all these conditions about intimacy over time, that just is only going to last so long. Right. Mm. I mean, Tony even talks about it. Tony's like, you know, you can only, you know, that if a man or a woman doesn't get what they need, they'll go eventually and get it elsewhere. And so it was just this blessing. And not that I think that my spouse, my husband would have done that, but we will never have to figure that out now. And it's, it's such a blessing. Yeah. Like, because like he talks about you, you will continually attract what it almost what you need. And, and now that you've let go of that and you've had that breakthrough, yeah, it's almost, is it almost like you, you don't need that, um, perspective anymore yeah I mean and and then Tony also shared in you know obviously you know Tony always makes takes a great opportunity to teach when somebody has a share so you know he also dug deeper into why did I hold on to that story what human needs you know um was I trying to meet through holding on even to that story while I was being intimate with my husband and you know it was like I really hadn't 100% let it go. I thought by forgiving them, I could be rid of it, get you know, be done with the story. Um, but it was more than that. I mean, Tony made it so clear when you know I had to fess up. I had to admit that you know significance was part of it because it actually gave me some significance with my husband. You know, I got maybe some sympathy or extra attention or it gave me an excuse if I didn't want to be intimate. Right. Um, Whatever ways you can meet significance. And then the other was certainty. And that was a big one for me because I had been holding on to that story because like if I ever failed or if I ever messed up in a relationship or even at work, like I always would have an excuse like, oh, well because that happened to me. It was like this other personality in my, in my body was just there. It was just there to make an excuse. Mm. And so it was so freeing. And then, you know, I didn't really tie it all back to scarcity and money, scarcity and abundance and all of those things. But after I got back home, I realized that that not only opened up abundance in my marriage, but it did open up abundance financially for me because when you don't have an excuse <laughs> to lean back on all the time, you just kind of are like, hey, I'm uh, just going to give this a try. That you know? just, yeah, that just must have been so uh, – how, yeah, how did that feel? Uh, it felt amazing. I mean, it felt – I could feel like this weight lifted off of my chest. It was like my heart had been so heavy for so long with the burden of that story and – everything else that went along with it that I could feel like physically lighter, literally Mm. feel it in my chest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think one, one of the things Tony talks about, he talks about how his, his billionaire clients and how they call him because they've got something they want and he gives them what they need. I feel like you're, story just now is a perfect example of that like you -hmm. felt pulled to date with destiny you wanted to let go of this uh the financial scarcity that's what you wanted but you actually needed something completely different but it gave you 
it it ends up giving you once you release everything it gives it gives you the the thing that you want anyway it, yeah it, so true mm. so how did um how did life change for you since like you've you've let go of that that's i guess in a way let go of the story you've mm-hmm. disassociated from it and then mm-hmm. what happened like mo- moving past it that was 2016 yeah yeah no yeah. so that was I, that was i'm sorry that was date with destiny may this past summer oh that was 2018 yeah so yeah so it's yeah. been almost a year since then mm-hmm. how's the, how's life <laughs> life is awesome i mean i think that um awesome and amazing are my two words in case you haven't figured that out like if people are like how are you I'm like I'm awesome and they're like whoa how that's great (laughs) yeah I'm not good I'm awesome I'm awesome um the biggest thing is that when so we are all I believe that we are all beings of energy right and when you carry around dark energy and dark stories like that was a really dark story and it transformed my life to um, rid myself of to be to eliminate that story from the cells in my body. Like, like Tony said, you know, the, the cells that were in your body when you were 14 years old have long been gone. Like, why would you still hold on to this story? But you know, it was like it's just dark energy, and by eliminating that darkness. I've just been able to shine and attract more great things into my life just naturally. And it's helped me to get into the flow and speak without the fear of needing acceptance or anything like that. It's just like, um, so it's raised like my vibrational frequency, if you will. And so that people like you, I get to do podcasts with, you know I mean? Like I don't, I didn't know you and then somebody connected me with you and, you know, now you're in my life. And had I been still carrying around that dark energy, there's no way that you would have even found me because I would have been, my light would have, was dimmed. Does Mm. that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. Total sense. So there's not always like a trade-off of something you get for some, for losing, you know, it's just a, I think our jobs as human beings is to just raise our energy. And mm-hmm. share that light with other people. And now I can do that. So. That's a beautiful way of putting it. I think sometimes, especially in the West, we get so obsessed with uh, practicalities. Like, if I do this, then I'll get this and I'll be this person. And and it's like, I need to take these steps. But actually, that's one thing I've learned from Tony Robbins is you know what to do once you once you love yourself and you have a higher energy source. You, you know what to do. You, you need to find out why and what's driving it. And then mm-hmm. the actions go from there. And, and I think a lot of people have got it the wrong way around with, yeah, over planning yeah. things. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so how much do you think you're, you're doing some coaching work now and um, you work in this field? So how much do you think people are held back by their own self-imposed limitations to growth? I think that, 
we all are capable of telling ourselves a story that keeps us safe. And I think that we are, um, every one of us has a comfort zone and that's why they call it the comfort zone. It's, and we back it up with stories so that we can make sure that we stay out of danger and that we won't get, you know, eaten alive or, you know, that we won't fail. And so I think it's, you know, everybody does that, but the cure for that is the cure for staying within your limitations is to just try, but it's about trying something new and letting go of the outcome. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why people don't try new things is because they, they attach an outcome to this new thing that they're going to try. And so now there's all these limitations. It's like, okay, I'll try this, but it better have this outcome instead of just trying it and saying, I don't really know how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by doing that, you introduce more playfulness and variety and you get to exercise faith. Right. And so I think that, yes, all human beings are limited into this world of I just need to stay safe and protect myself and I don't want to get, you know, in harm's Mm. way. But the truth really is that it's so cliche, but life is on the other side of that. Life is real living Mm. is when, um, you know, you get out of your comfort zone. And then the beauty is, is that you get out of that zone and then you get into another one. Right. And you're like, okay, I'm good here. And then you work your way into another area. And that's really where joy in your life can come from. Mm. It's just the experimentation of life. Progress equals happiness, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost what you've said there is essentially action is is a key factor. Like I've found that in the last six months uh, since Unleash the Power Within, like, um, personally, I used to talk about a lot of stuff and have a lot of ideas, but I would never actually take the action. And it's exactly what you just said. I was tying an outcome like, oh, I need to get this many followers or I need to um, run this certain distance to feel accomplished. So I just wouldn't take the action in the first place. So it's yeah, very insightful. Thanks for Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> Yeah, not everything has to be an if then. It could just be if, and then we'll see. Like, if I do this, then I might have an opportunity to do that, or you know, we'll see what what comes out. And and here's the thing that humans do. This is what we do: is even if we decide what an if is, and we go, okay, if I do this, then I'll get that. Well, mm. we never we well then we'll underestimate the outcome. Because as yep. humans, we are tra- trained to survive. And so we aren't able to see an outcome, the, the outcome that's really desired, that the universe or God really wants for us is going to be a thousand times what we can imagine. So mm-hmm. why not just let go of it? Yeah. Because if you can't imagine, for instance, on your podcast, that within 40 days or 45 days, you'll have 100,000 subscribers, then why even hold on to the outcome at all? Mm-hmm. because yeah. that's the truth the truth is because then if you dictate the outcome then you're putting constraints around your your activity anyway and so that's what I tell my clients I'm like faith is believing in the unseen and faith but faith requires action that's all just mm-hmm. action not mm-hmm. determining what the outcome is just the action 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the faith. Yeah, people sometimes see faith as like, yeah, for the podcast, I need, I want a hundred thousand sub- subscribers. But actually, faith is just having faith that there will be a a positive outcome, not yeah. not a specific uh, target, I guess. Yes, exactly. So, um, you talk a bit of, I've just noticed you talk a bit about God and grace and Tony talks about the need for grace in one's life. What does God or grace mean to you? Oh man. Well, for me, I mean, God is, God is in, in, inside of all of us. Um, God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. (laughs) It's a it's a higher source of energy that's everywhere, but it's everywhere because God exists inside of all of us, right? Mm. And um, I think as far as grace, I mean, grace is one of my favorite, my absolute favorite words. And I see grace as, is like knowing that every day is a new day. And that all of the things, good or bad, that happened the day before have been just completely washed away. And you get to start fresh. Mm. And grace is also giving other people grace. Um, It's allowing other people to take missteps in in their lives and giving them space to learn from those and loving them anyway. So for me, grace is unconditional love, knowing that no matter what you do, you're loved by God, by whatever higher power you, you believe in and by me, mm, you know? Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. And um, I guess another thing I want to ask is like, after these events, you know, we'll feel on such a high and, uh, I guess it's been a while now since Date with Destiny. If you're having, I guess, uh, a lull or a, a down moment, uh, what what do you do, and do you use any of Tony's tools or strategies to to get back into state or to you know take mm-hmm. take more decisive action? Yeah, I do. I use a number of his tools. One in particular is the anchoring process. And for anybody who's attended UPW, there's a process where you anchor, maybe you squeeze your fist three times and you anchor in that really good feeling. Um, And I, sometimes I can still find myself out of habit just doing the fist squeeze, like especially when um, that little anxiety, you know, feeling decides to creep in, which doesn't happen very often, but I can still, like I've anchored this, idea that in this new thought um, and pattern into me Um, the other definitely is self-care like if I ever start to go lower energy I know that's the time I need to take care of myself and maybe go um, for a walk in nature or here in California it's usually a walk on the beach and um, meditate I meditate I guess the third would be I, I meditate or pray every day for at least 15 minutes Every mm-hmm. single day, because yeah. I love the, you know, when, when we go to the events, we're like, boom, 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 you know, we're so excited and we're so pumped up. And then we come home and it's a great opportunity to just surrender mm-hmm. all of that beautiful energy and just say, you know, okay, universe, what do you want me to do next? Yeah. 
and it yeah. usually comes when you're in a yeah. good state like that it usually you, comes mm-hmm. straight to you exactly and that's yeah. what for me that's like I don't know like there are a few days where I'll go and I won't get that 15 minutes in the morning and um, I'll find that my days don't have meaning I'll yeah. end the day and I'll be like what was that day what did it mean and every if I start the day with 15 minutes of meditation and prayer it always has meaning because I know why I'm living it. Mm-hmm. And, that's, you know, that that is a beautiful state to be in. That is that is that's that's really touching. And uh, I just want to thank you for sharing. It, it, I don't know if it's it's still difficult to tell your story, but uh, by the sounds of it, it was a little bit. And I just mm-hmm. want to acknowledge that and thank thank you for sharing that. And uh, I'm sure it'll be super valuable for everyone listening. I hope so. That's the only time I have permission. I give myself permission to, to remember and bring that story back because it was a gift given to me so that I can help other people heal. And so in this instance, I gave it permission to, but I own it. You see, like I own it and Mm. I go back to it because I'm okay with feeling the emotions of it because I don't want to cover those up. And, you know, I, welcome these opportunities to, you know, be interviewed by amazing people like you that I feel like it, that's what the universe wanted is for, Mm. you know, for you to help other people heal through these interviews and learn. And so if I can be a part of that, it's my pleasure, my honor, actually. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's truly, uh, will serve people and, um, and help in some way. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I, I guess just um, if you want to share with people, I mean, you've you've built a successful business and if you want to share with people where people can find your work and also mm-hmm. I'll give you an opportunity. I know you've got a – I saw on your Facebook page there's a uh, – someone in our, in, our, in our Tony Robbins family is going through something pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give you an opportunity to share that because um, – a few th- quite a few thousand people will hear this and and uh, yeah I'll just give you the opportunity to share that cause and your personal business page yes yes I thank you for the opportunity um, so I have transferred all of my gifts and experiences that I've had um, in my 25 years of of being in both the business world and the per- uh, personal development world and now I am coaching. So I love um, helping people become and overcome. Probably the biggest message that I have is um, helping people take their good ideas and make them into God ideas, big ideas, <laughs> um, and and start working towards those things. And so I, I do one-on-one coaching. I do group coaching. And really the best way to find me, a lot of people just like to follow me and my journey and my story and I always give good tips um, I'm under Jolyn Swafford on Facebook I'm also there on Instagram and my website is jolynswafford.com I'm not very hard to find there's not many of me <laughs> <laughs> and um, and for the women out there I have a fierce and powerful women Facebook group on Facebook I would love for them to join uh, it's just a group of women who are encouraging and bonding and sharing stories and helping each other out. So that's a great forum that I have. And then in regards to 
uh, Christopher, um, Christopher, if you want to go, you can go to my Facebook page and there's a, a fundraiser for Christopher who um, had a stroke at uh, UPW in LA while his girlfriend was crewing and he is um, still hospitalized in um, ICU here in Los Angeles. And um, a bunch of us are raising money so that, um, you know, his, we don't know how long he's going to be here. We don't even know what the outcome is going to be, but we're just raising um, as much money as we can to help him. Cause he, even if, or when he recovers, it's going to be a, a really long road. And mm. so you can find that um, GoFundMe page on my Facebook page. Yeah. And I'll put that in the show notes for everyone listening as well. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. No worries. Um, so my final question, if you had to leave this world and you were spending your final moments with your loved ones, what piece of advice, guidance or a quote would you share? <laughs> you know, um, life is too short to fill in the blank. Effing suffer. <laughs> <laughs> so. If it's not bringing you joy, I would tell my kids, you know, if it's not bringing you joy, like that should be your primary question. Is this bringing me joy? And if it's not, go do something else and mm. do it and do that something else now. Mm. Because life is effing life, short. Yeah, life is so effing short. Yeah, totally. That's beautiful. Straight to the point. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And this will definitely have an impact on many people. Well, thank you for the opportunity, and um, I look forward to continuing our relationship to Cameron. <laughs>